This is the black boy, what you gonna do out here on your own? This is the black boy, don't you know remember that don't want you grow? This is the black boy, what you gonna do when you time to get old? This is the black boy, this is a story that ain't never told. This is the black boy, what you gonna do out here on your own? This is the black boy, don't you know remember that don't want you grow? This is the black boy, what you gonna do? All right, so we're recording, and once again, this is Black Disablement Talk. It's been a long time since we did this, um, back, and we're here without Otis. Otis had something to do. Okay. But we're here with Latif McLeod, Keith Jones, and myself. Yes, and that, that was the worst decision ever. Okay. <laughs> and the topic is um, Corona and state violence towards black disabled people. So here we go. So people, you want to start or should I kick it off or what? So who wants to go first? <laughs> All right, I'll go first. There you go now, see. All right, so this is Leroy Moore. So I don't know if this um, is capturing what I hope. I hope it does later. But anyway, this is Leroy Moore. And a little introduction. I'm a black disabled man in Berkeley, co-founder of Quipot Nation, author, activist, and activists around police brutality since 1989. Um, also, um, a writer for Porn Magazine, and such and such. So the topic is Corona and state violence against people, especially Black disabled people, Black disabled men. You know, and as we all know now, you know, of course we've already known that that the virus, you know, is um, attacking more black and brown communities. So, you know, what does that mean for black disabled people? And of course, on top of that, you have police brutality and I can go on about that, about, you know, we have the highest um, percentage of police brutality, you know, out there in the public, they say 50%. I always say it's 70 because most of the time, um, newspapers and studies and other things only count people with mental health disabilities. So if you count all disabilities, especially people that have autism, because that's the rise nowadays, people with autism, especially black and brown, autistic men are being shot. So I think it's more than 50, I think it's 70%. So my thing is that um, now it's finally, you know, in the news. I've been, I'm telling you dudes, I've been getting phone calls and emails 
from mainstream news. I mean, of, I, of course. I, I've never got, I never got any mainstream love in my, what, 25, 30 years of doing I'm trying not to laugh, but that's so. I mean, it's just it's just amazing that um now that you know it's a uh, hot flavor of the month is that you know disability being looked at um movements like you know BLM to the New York Times, so it's kind of it's kind of strange, you know, to to see this happening, you know, and I don't know if I should just ride the wave and. No, they really ride the way. Listen, listen, listen. I know that I had to do it, cause, bro, <laughs> we've been doing it. You like, like the late, late. Hey, when did you become black? Like, like, <laughs> it's, like the question, like, is that is as is, is we've been doing this because remember, I like I do. I've never been people never been this interested in blackness and disability yeah. and intersectionality. But I started so touching experiences to sit at the intersection that was twenty something years ago. People didn't tell you don't. And now they're like and now they're like, hey. Like like yesterday they were uh, when they had the um black trans lives matter, you know, the LBGTQ, you know, and, and, and I'm appreciative of that. But one of the things that struck me is irony. You are both <laughs> fighting for social justice, but you're still racist and homophobic. And I'm not really understanding how you're trying to fight for social justice while you don't like disabled people that are gay and black. Like, how are you ableist and homophobic? in fighting for social justice. How? Like, it, it, it would dawn on me that as a person of color with the disability, <laughs> that if I'm fighting for social justice for me, and you're gay and you're being oppressed, then we need to fight together. Is that a, is that a wrong way to think about it? Well, I think what, what was happening today in the TV Time in, you know what's happening today. My my father always said, you know, back in the late seventies, he said, "Leroy, watch out for helicopter activists." Mm. Now he said that in seventy nine, because mm. he saw you know Jesse Jackson come in town and get all the hype, get all the media, and leave while. Him and his friends are doing the work. Mm -hmm. So, and that it continues to happen today. You know, I've seen it here with Ben Jones. I'm going to just say, I'm going to say names <laughs> today. Okay. Ben Jones in Oakland did that. And I was right beside him. He's dealing with police brutality locally here in Oakland and San Francisco. And he told me, he's like, Leroy, shut up on this disability stuff. As like, dude, most of your cases are black men with disabilities. So he climbed that ladder and now he's on what? 
CNN. He has a, a new show. So I, I see it happening. My father saw it happen, and it's, it's just a constant circle. So, you know, you say that, you know, if you're doing social justice, the thing is, is social justice turned into a nine-to-five job career. And there, there it is. <laughs> Brother, here's the thing. I, I, I know that we've been in this, and I and like some people trying not to laugh because I was sitting in the house. I was like, I should never say that I have a career in social justice. I should never say that I have a career in social justice. You know what that means? If I have a career, <laughs> it's. it's if I if I'm a career activist, I'm supposed to be putting my ass out of business. Yeah, like isn't isn't that the end goal of being a social justice? Well, they, they, they say that all the time when they start nonprofits. I I I, I, I listened to this since the '80s that I'm gonna work myself out of the job. No, you're not. You they never get a big do. <laughs> <laughs> I get addicted to the grant cycle. There's semi-stability. <laughs> and if I'm, if I'm the executive director, I know I'll make enough to stay alive. So, hence, <laughs> yeah. so touch and experience it. No, so like, <laughs> look, look, oh my God. So I, I'm a helicopter activist. I, I thought about, I said, if you think about the high profile um, things, so, Latif, is was it me or am I like not looking at this right in terms of if we doing social justice, like should it be nine to five? No. no. Okay, okay, because I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> like I want to do something. I want to do some fun shit. I don't want to have to go constantly. <laughs> Cause you killing me in the street. But you know, I'm 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 the capitalism. Everything is a job. I mean, that <laughs> me go. Yeah, yeah. So now we have the COVID nineteen pandemic crisis, and the this is Latif McLeod and I am a grad school student at California Institute of Integral Studies in the Anthropology and Social Change Department and I am also a writer and poet of So now we have the COVID-19 pandemic crisis and the police state violence crisis that is affecting the black disability community acutely and both of these crises being made clearly visible in society Yeah, definitely, definitely making it clear. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, like a lot, a lot, a lot of people on on TV saying that COVID has stripped um, the U.S. of their their racist behavior. I was like, yeah, and everything else has too. You know, it's. This is nothing new, you know, so, yeah. America is not 
Oh my god. When that listen, I, I think the reason <laughs> I think the reason I'm so exacerbated with this is because like the I the irony is so stark. Like if you if you're having political leaders get dressed in Kente cloth. <laughs> Oh my God! You saw that. <laughs> and take knees. Yes. That was horrible. Oh yes, that was horrible. The teeth. Here's the question. I so y'all help me out. I'm just I'm just I'm trying to okay. So you the congressional black August, right? <laughs> and you know that your people are being decimated. Decimated. And the only thing and, and, and you also know that your people are the cornerstone of the entire party. Yet there has been no money nor specific action targeted to addressing, preventing, testing, and mitigating the COVID effect in that very same community. This, this ain't me talking out my ass. Let's go to the ground and ask them. So, well, we have to get it past the city. They spent $3 trillion and we got $1,200. You know what I got? I got a bag of weed and a new TV. That's what, that's what I got. Because that's what they $1,200. Like, what do you do? What do you like and then they say, "Well, we need you to we need you to march and protest." Here's the thing: Why do I have to pro protest you for you to do your job in a pandemic? Maybe I'm am I missing something? No, I, I am I I, I'm, I like cause I don't understand it. I, I really don't understand it. And you know this, you know everybody talks about you know this pandemic is hitting black communities, but they don't. Once again, they don't talk about disability. I mean, I, I mean, who's in the group homes in New York? Black people. Who's there you go. Who's working there? Black staff. I like. Yep. I mean, so, so all these black scholars on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> big following don't talk about disability in the middle of a pandemic and it's gonna hit group holds and nursing homes the most it's gonna hit it's just and 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 the two police fatality is like oh we should we should we should give resources to black organizations now because of what sure. happened. That's called charity. Okay. 
I, I, I have lost. So, I, okay. So, Lati, I, I see. I don't want to say your age, but I, I think you've been black since birth. Like, like, okay, <laughs> like Leroy So, I'm not really understanding when people who ask for the job get in the job and suck, and they need to be convinced not to suck. Like, you talking about all oh, we need to redirect resources? You stay 30 years defunding education and social programs. Just last year alone. 89 hospitals closed. Yeah. They defunded every community hospital in the hood. And then they go, oh. You niggas is dying. Yeah. Because look, what Dr. Anthony Fauci said, well, we knew that it hit the right people hard. We've known that forever. I looked at Billy, I said, we're all going to die. Because the moment the COVID got a color, they said, open America up. Yeah. The moment they got it. Yeah. Well, Steve, you got something? What the hell? Yes, I think the black political class maybe too. removed from regular black community to be effective for positive change removed from regular black community to be effective for pop yes i think the black political class maybe too removed from regular black community to be effective for positive change hey, can you say that one more time for the people in the back please <laughs> yes i think the black political class maybe too removed from regular black community to be effective for positive change Thank you. Thank you. And, and I also think that it comes down to, once again, a job. So you have Clyburn, Clyburn, that is working for a Biden campaign. I mean, he, I was like, how did he stay in office? This guy is anti-black and he's black. I was like, wow. Uh, dude, listen, self-haters on <laughs> uh, but, but we started at the beginning, it's a, it's, a, it's a real calculus. Like, what benefit is it to me to be, to put myself in a position of power in which I do the job that will eliminate my power? 
that just then I then I, I'm not that altruistic. That, that's the crazy political state we're in. There's no reason. There's there's no reason that we should be in a pandemic. And hey, let's open up and go sit outside. But we got to, we have the shittiest healthcare in the industrialized world. To which, so we'll, we'll, we'll pass liability laws so you can go swim and eat at the country club. And if you should happen to die, you can't sue them. Versus, hey, let's put some shit up so people get sick. <laughs> we can treat them. Death is cheap. To keep you alive, it's expensive. We're going to go with the cheaper option. I mean, you have black women fighting to be the vice president pick of this racist guy that just said that he wants to, he wants to increase the police budget. I'm like, what? <laughs> you have black women mayors that are fighting to be a vice president. <laughs> They call it, they, they do call it political theater, right? Alleged. Sorry, the guinea pigs are having a moment. <laughs> the Baby. dogs are like. And he is alleged rapist. Yeah. 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 Dude, like, like, so, so I, I guess, I guess when we talk about it, one of the things that makes me crazy is that. We it's it's not even that we don't know what to do, right? Like it's not that the, they're like, well, all the people in the streets they're looking for where the energy goes. It's not it's not that the idea of putting yourself in a position where you all come together and say, okay, we we gonna live and make sure that we we okay. That's not a bad idea. It's a bad idea when you say we gonna live together. Y'all can't have shit. That's a bad idea. And so now when you so if you think about it, people are marching in the streets for their life. And yet the people that they're trying to convince are at, have everything laid at their feet. There's nothing in Congress that's gonna stop any of those people from getting world class health care. <laughs> that's not that's not good. They're not good. They, 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 when they vote to not extend the $600, they still going to get their check. Yeah. So, like when you say the black political class, the fact that they can be called the political class indicates where we are. So I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> and there's loads of weed and then watch Avatar. That's what I'm going to do. What do you guys think on Will 
happened in November. What do you guys think will happen in November? If you get your ass up to help me win this election, we'll be running the country. That's what's going to happen. Because if you say, because if we say, hey, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same result. Y'all marching in a fucking pandemic. Let me say it again. You're marching in a fucking pandemic. And you're marching against a pandemic that you've been living for for half a millennia. If you ain't ready to do some change now, then you'll never be ready. And I'm not talking about taking it on the edges. This shit got to go. If 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 if, if you've been in, if you so how can anybody who's been in the United States Congress for 20 years look at you and say, send me back? 20 years ago, Rodney King was 10 years before. Right? Benson Hurst. Like when they drugged the black man down the road in Texas, like, and I need to send you back to do what? When y'all are debating lynching being a hate crime in 2020, we have a museum of lynching. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Sorry, in a moment. I think I think in in, in, in November for, for for me it's I, I just I just I can't believe all these political YouTubers and fucking newspapers are talking about the election. Uh, people are dying today and they're talking about November. Yeah. I, I just I, I just I, my mind blows up and just I just can't understand it. It's like I don't give a up about November if I can't go outside today. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> don't care about November if I can't go outside today. <laughs> If it's not the police, it's COVID that's going to kill me. And you talk about elections? Oh, come on, man. Come on. Oh, God. Dude, and, and one of the things, so, and he just nodded because I know I, I'll babble on forever. <laughs> like, one of the things that I'll laugh at is like, like Georgia's a debacle. Let's 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 stop. You've seen this coming ten years ago. Okay, let's stop. No, let's let's be fair. When the hanging Chad incident happened, we were doomed. And it has been a thirty-year Christian G Christian conservative jihad to destroy the black ability to vote. And they have been on that mission diligently for 30, and I'm being conservative when I say 30 years. If, how, how do you expect to run a country when you destroy that apparatus in which allows you to, 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 to run the country? They had no intention of giving us this country. 
Leroy, do you remember the conversation we had when I said they practicing scorched earth politics? I told you they would raise this bitch to the ground before they give it to us. And and if they don't, they will shoot us in the street. <laughs> so depressing. Well fuck it. What you gonna do? It it just it just I don't know. I don't know. It's not about November. It's just like wow. You know, it's 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 well, here's the thing. If you, it, like, like, okay, so because we are smart, let's pretend that we don't pay attention, okay? <laughs> like, let's just do that. So when you hear, well, Joe Biden is at 48%, or he's at such and such a percentage, right? And then you sit there and you look at the numbers in the real small corner, and they say a sample pool of 700 people. I know statistical modeling. I can understand the representative sample, but I'm pretty sure 700 people do not represent 335 million people. So, and I, you know, so when you get into the methodology of it, like, like on some real shit, you'd be like, I do, you, all you would have to do is say the truth. Out of 100 people we surveyed, 50% said they would, they would vote for Donald Trump. That makes a little more sense than. 50% of Americans, there's a huge difference. Yeah. And, the, and when, when, when the thing happened in Atlanta, she said, don't burn down the city, go out there and vote. Oh, Mama, yeah. Georgia, just, did you not see what that's happened in the last election? Yeah. Did you not see me sitting in my car and your police officer snatched me out, broke my arm and tased me? And you said, don't get mad, go vote? Yeah. How do I vote? Oh, you notice they didn't mention about voting accessibility, but yeah, when 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 I was in Atlanta a couple of years ago, and you know, I got off of the stage doing doing my lecture, I was surrounded by single black mothers asking me, he asking me about services in Georgia. Well, is in Leroy, there's really no services for autistic black teenagers in Georgia. This was only three years ago. And here, and this, so, now, so, Latif, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I thought I was a little crazy. Because, Leroy, when you said that, I'm like, okay. We are in our 50s. <laughs> and the fact that people are saying, well, it's so hard to for people to change their ways. And, and, and like, well, wait a minute. So it's okay for me to die? It's okay for my autistic child not to get anything? But we're supposed to be the greatest country on earth? It's okay? For us to have a consistent digital divide where we have to shelter in place and then we're going to say, well, we're kind of surprised that there's rise in domestic violence. Meanwhile, they're passing liability laws to let people die. I like at some point, either we're going to say enough is enough or we're just going to lay down and die. Personally, 
I'm going to go with the first one. Yeah, if you go to a week ago to a demonstration, had to get a COVID test after, but it was a good protest. But the voting situation is not genuine. If few people know about my boy Heath Jones. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Damn it. Always for the people, baby. This ain't this ain't about me. This about us. Like I ain't do it. I, because let's think about it. What's the difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump? And we're not even going to talk about it. Joe Biden has been in the United States Senate. But when you can write a crime bill, and then you can write the police, the policeman's bill of rights, yeah. and they call you Amtrak Joe, which means you skipping through Chocolate City and stepping over the homeless on the way to Union Station, the Apple and Come on, man. And now you want to be in the big chair to do what? Like America, know like the people know where the cracks in the in in the, in the cement are. People in New Orleans know that that the reason we can't come back is because you motherfuckers scattered us to the four winds and then took over our property. People in Puerto Rico know that you ain't shit because you don't want to build a, a green infrastructure that is hurricane proof. Well, the thing that I want to say is that, you know, to say it again and again, is that the disability leadership in D.C. hasn't changed in 30 years. And it's not going to change. So when when the IDEA passed in 75, 76, President Ford, yeah, President Ford decided to, to sign it in secrecy secrecy because he's like I don't, we're, we're not gonna fund this so we're gonna sign it in the freaking office of this office mm -hmm. and once again our disability is just like okay and it hasn't changed since that time Dude, I and that's, so. that's, that's the whole thing about politics is like compromising it's like what, what what are you compromising the freaking Ford president said, I'm not gonna implement this. Say it to our faces. Oh God. It's 2020. Uh, oh my God. And I'm trying I'm Latisse, I'm sorry. I'm trying to hold it together. But he knows, so Leroy. So okay, I'm gonna ask y'all a question. So, right. <laughs> so I've I've developed the theory. So, so can I test the theory? I'm gonna test the theory. Right, so, yeah. so, so here's the theory. So you know, everybody's like, we need to break down structural racism and these institutional racism, right? And then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, the institutional racism is not a thing. There was no mama institution that gave birth to a baby institution and then you raise the baby institution. What the institution and what the system is is a collection of people that have agreed to continue to give real shitty outcomes to everybody else. Because there is, like, so let's think about it. Structural poverty. That how long have we heard that term? How do you get rid of structural poverty? Education disparities. Healthcare disparities. These shits have been around for a long 
long time. That means that if you've been in power and you understand what the problem is, but you don't want to deal with the solution, you have agreed to allow shitty outcomes to persist for very particular people. Unless I'm, unless I'm missing something. Yeah, no, no, you do, you do. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, cause look, look, if you a, <laughs> if you a doctor, right, and and half of your patients keep dying, <laughs> are you a good doctor? <laughs> See, but, but, but the thing is that that doctor is protected by the administration oh. by the nurses. And so it's the same thing as the president. So the president is protected by his cabinet, his people that's going to protect him. I mean, come on. Come on. I, 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 I go back to IDEA. Has <laughs> it been fully funded since it passed? Dude. And nobody's gonna pressure them. And we we supposed to be glad that uh these presidents or canes has a disability platform that said we're gonna fully fund IDA. Oh, I'm gonna have been 20 years ago. I told you. I told you. Okay. I'm sorry, Lee. See, I'm trying not to laugh because it's like it hurts my head. Like, and they stand there and they, and they bask in it. Like, dude, you literally are basking in the fact that you stood and stupid. And, it, and like, like you just stood in it. You just turned around. And so you passed the law. And then because of political courage or lack of political will, children have to suffer because you are incapable of doing your job. Like that whole notion of political will and political courage, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? How are you scared? You applied for the job, <laughs> just like the police. How are you scared? You know what the job is. And you scared? Wait, wait, Leroy, you scared when I'm running away? Okay, I don't know. All right. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and you got the gun. <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> you have to get it, you're scared. Yeah. And you scared, and you got the gun. <laughs> But the solution will be a supposed disadvantage to those in power. So that is why these problems like wealth disparities don't get solved. Man, you ain't never told a lie. Because they, they, they I, I, I thought about it. Remember when you were talking about your dad said they were helicopter activists? Yeah, there's an, in 79. There's an industry of black pain. Yeah. <laughs> There's an industry of black pain. Yeah. And, and it's almost like it's coincided with social justice. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as we kill black people, we have we have a job. Like, but that shouldn't be 
Like that's kind of a fucked up kind of correlation. I don't necessarily want that shit. <laughs> Why can't it be that I put myself out of a job because we have laws on the books that actually adhere to, and we have the judiciary that cannot be deemed either conservative or liberal? They're called judiciary because they're looking at it on the merits and the contents and the facts. That means if I get in front of a liberal judge, if he's a white liberal judge, white liberal judges are probably the most dangerous judges on the planet. Conservative judges will just hang you in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they'll, just, they'll just string you up over the court. Over the court. <laughs> dude, dude, okay, okay. Like, uh, like about well, four years ago, <laughs> I was downtown San Francisco, my mouth dropped on teeth. I was downtown San Francisco, you know, waiting for something. I saw a Homeland Security van, two vans, and people of color were driving it with their their suit on. It's like, hold it, you have black and brown people working at Homeland Security? Yes, we do, because we need decoys. God, that's, that's the problem right there. There's no justice if we have people working in a system that abuse us, and they're working in that system. I was like, wow, I'm done. I think one of the things, so, so the teeth, I'm going to ask you, because I've been going crazy a little bit lately. <laughs> So I, just, I need to talk to more people. Y'all need to help me out here because I've, I've been looking at stuff that I'm trying. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm curious as to this notion because people are like, we want justice, we want justice. Well, exactly who's justice? Because how do you ask for justice with a system that's inherently designed not to give you justice? implied immunity and they're arguing over whether or not police should have implied immunity because if he kills you then because the other dude killed you and he got away with it he should be innocent too implied immunity how do you get justice from a system that is inherently unjust to you in the pandemic I mean, I got some ideas, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's no way. I think they want. Police to have implied
immunity. Because the ruling class knows that they will need to rely on the ruling class police force forces more if this well disparities are to persist I think they want police to have implied immunity because the ruling class knows that they will need to rely on the police forces more if this wealth disparities are to persist. Yeah. Oh my God. You, you know, I, I, when I hear, like when you think about a dictator, right? You, you wonder how one man can in, impose his will over an entire country, right? Because I, I've been, I've been thinking about, it. like I, I've, I've been watching Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and and I watching everybody, and like he can do, no man can do that unless he has people who are complicit in the process. No man, particularly here, Donald Trump should never have been able to walk in tear gas his way over to a church to hold the Bible upside down in the pandemic, if that wasn't the omen and Damien in the 60s, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Come back. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get this right. So you shoot your way across. 
<laughs> you poison people, which causes them to breathe and cough, which now is exciting the virus in the air in order to clear them out of the way so you can stand in front of the temple of God. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. Now I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna. I'm, uh, and you know what? And people like he might win re-election. Right. He will. No, look, okay, and I'm gonna tell your ass the same shit I told the team. If if you do your fucking job, then we'll be in DC. Because the reason that the American people are where they are is because people have absolutely fundamentally bought into the bullshit. That there's no way a Democratic and a Republican bifurcated political system is going to say to you, we're going to give you the easiest, safest way to vote ever in the pandemic. They're not going to do it. <laughs> and, and, and it's a real, and it's a craving, sycophantic reality. If we give the people what the people actually have, which is an unfiltered right to vote, we might lose our jobs. That, that is the plain, flat, simple calculus versus Leroy, Keith, Latif going to Washington, fixing the problems, and then taking our asses to the beach and relaxing, because we've been doing this shit for 40 years. <laughs> so the mindset, right? <laughs> And and we've never had that. We've never had people just want to go, do the fucking job, go home. We never had that. Because because if you're in a, if you're in the House of Representatives, you're in the first year and you're right in the fundraising six months after you get into office. Yeah. 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 So and if you're caucusing with a particular party, then you have to come to consensus. For it is consensus. Consensus means you're agreeing on something and you're giving up a little bit in order to get to that middle. But the problem is doing that in politics means people are dying. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I hope, because the pandemic has not shown anything other than what we've already known. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it showing it in starker relief? Now, I, I want it's 8.19, so we got until 8.30. Um, I want to go back to police. And <laughs> I, I, like, I knew, all of you saw, you know, I, I did the video about three generations of black men fighting police brutality, right? So everybody saw that video. It's just, it's just amazing that, that at this time, you know, the people are finally saying, you know, F reform, you know, let's do something else. Finally, you know, like, <laughs> you know we've been, we've been through. You know, more tasers, more training, more that, more that, more that. But we haven't cut their budget. I mean, it's so simple. I just don't understand it. New York City. I grew up in New York, you know. 
like you, Keith, that's all here pop up in the corner. You know, I was stopped by the police all the motherfucking time. No, you 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 saw that you know one time I stopped by the police and they asked me if I escaped from an institution. So so anyway, so I bring up New York because at least you know, in these big cities the police take more than 75% of the city's budget. Do it. Every freaking year. Me and Tiny from Porn Magazine used to sit, uh, sit in these budget hearings all through the 90s. I did budget hearings like on all night. And we see cut, 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 cut. Oh, police budget. Yeah, there's more money. Uh, I'll do it. Listen, remember. <laughs> Remember how they remember how they did it. Remember how we got here. Like like everybody's like, oh, we don't understand why the police. We need to de-escalate, demilitarize. Stop fucking with my emotions and my intelligence. Let's stop that. You understand that crime is an industry, and not for the fucking criminal. Okay, let's get that right. It's an industry for prisons. It's an industry for politicians, not for fucking criminals. How, what do I mean by that? Let's do it. You heard this last night. The fucking term private prison. You, how do you get a private prisoner? Like, come on, fuck, come on. So, like, let's just get, oh, we need more social services. You have underfunded education for 30 years on purpose. So now people are like, we need to get, the reason New York got all their money was because they were, um, because of 9-11, right? Yeah. And that kind of made sense. But you know why they blew up New York? It wasn't because they hated New Yorkers. It's because America's foreign policy was scatterbrained. And so, what do you think is going to happen? And now they're talking about, oh, we, we don't need to give them this. We need to do. They, remember they cut out Jim? Remember they got rid of Fizz Ed? Yeah. They got rid of Home Mac. They got rid of Shop. And then they made them a fucking AFP for lunches. Now they want to say, we need to get back to school. I, like, look, we did not spend, they, dude, I think the report just came out. Okay, so the Department of Education budget is $70 billion annually. They gave out $115 billion in law enforcement grants last year. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that office was created under Bush. Then, yeah, then, then, then Obama gave him so much money after the high school shooting. Like Obama gave him like, oh, here, here's, here's a quarter million dollars. I can't. But no, I, no, no, nobody wants to bring up that Obama just totally tripled their budget when they went in the office Obama, with cops in school. Tripled their budget. 
Well, remember, it is an it, 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 it. So one of the things that we know, the, go ahead, Lutti. You want to say it? Yeah. We what does five the police minutes. department do with all that money? You, well, you know what they do with it. They go tricking. Because, <laughs> dude, listen, if you got a $100 billion in federal grants for police departments, local, state, and federal, and they <laughs> right, but you got kids in Detroit who when they who can't go down the hallway without the sewer pipe bus. And you got kids in Baltimore sitting in classrooms when they could sit in Like, actually, the COVID may have done you a good thing and a bad thing. Because now you ain't freezing inside your school trying to learn. Now you starving inside your house trying to learn. Well, you know, it tells you, it tells you a thing that the two biggest unions in this country are prison guards and police. So that's to tell you right there. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> like, I, like, like, dude, it's so, it's, it's so, uh, like, it's so weird. Like, how they, when they don't want to just deal with it. Like, you, like the term prison, the, the school to prison pipeline is not made up. No, if no. you understand so, so here's the question: You spend one point nine trillion dollars, one point nine trillion dollars on defense, and that's that's a rough guess for one point one. But you can still go, you still get cocaine in New York. What kind of defense do we have? <laughs> so we got four more minutes. Okay, I'm just kidding. You want to say something? Before we end this, I think with our movement, movements. Need to explicitly state the Things we need and the funding, the police, I think is a necessity and we 
can spend that money and on health and I think with our movements we need to explicitly state the things we need and defunding the police I think is a necessity and we can spend that money on health and a I think with our movements we need to explicitly state the things we need and defunding the Prof, I think with our movements, we need to explicitly state the things we need and defunding the police, I think is a necessity and we can spend that money on health care. Yes, and, and I, I, I'm gonna say this real quick, leave it alone. The one, the one thing that we know is that the money argument is bullshit. If you could pull $3 trillion out your ass, and it vanish. There's no the days the, the the day those days are over. So it's not. So if they tell me that we need social services, cut the check. All right, cut the check. That's the end of the show. Cut the check. <laughs> Thank you, Latif. Thank you, Keith. Yes, sir. Still, man, talk. Cut the check. Cut the I think check. I think I think we did a song about that, Keith. I think we did. Holla at your boy. All right, look, stay black, stay safe, y'all. All right. All right, please. You, you saying something? I think you got a couple more seconds. Support. Uh. Our, our, P. The Trian at P. Patreon dot com slash black disabled men talk support our Patreon at Patreon dot com slash black disabled men talk. Thank you. There you go. All right, well. Peace. All right, stay blue. Stay black. <laughs>